Good morning, good evening, good night, and welcome back to Idle Talk Minis with Fernando. Da 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 I'm here to talk to you about the Super Mario Brothers movie. Yes, I want to go see that because if you didn't know, I want to go see Puss in Boots, The Last Wish with my mom and my sister because my mom saw a commercial one day and she was like, I want to go see that movie. And I was like, okay, let's go. So we went to see that, and then while we were waiting for that movie to start, you know, said movie, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, uh, we saw a trailer for Mario, and my mom was like, oh, I want to go see Mario when it comes out. And I was like, mom, it's not going to be out until, like, in, like, three months. And she was like, it's okay, I'll wait. And boom, three months later, we're back. We're watching Super Mario Bros. movies. And we're going to go full-on fucking spoilers. So if you don't want to listen to me talk about the greatest movie of 2023 so far, click away. Because this movie had no right to be this good. Let me explain. So, we we follow Mario and Luigi, uh, and they, they live in the real world. They live in the U.S. of A. They live in Brooklyn, New York, to be precise. And they quit their day jobs working for an uh, already established public plumbing company. I said public company. And they go out to start their own because Mario's an entrepreneur, okay? He's like, I'm my own boss. I don't take shit from nobody, especially the popular guy who was running the plumbing company. You know, I don't... I don't need this shit from you. I'm on my own. I'm my own man. So they they make a commercial, which was great, by the way. I love that commercial. It was iconic. And um, fast forward, we meet that bully that I was talking to you about, the boss. He's making fun of Mario because he's small. Uh, that's a that's a that's a general thing that Mario is gonna have to go through as a uh, small man in this movie. Everybody literally calls him small. And there's a, a a green text out there floating around. If you know what a green text is. You know, if you know, you know. But if you don't, uh, there's a green text going around, like saying how how that people kept calling Mario small, and that guy got hard because 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 a small penis humiliation. So that's not necessary part of that of the movie. I just know if you know, you know what a green text is. That's out there. Look for that. But um, Luigi is like ride or die. Okay, he's the younger brother. He's taller, and he's ride or die for Mario, bro. He doesn't take no shit from nobody. And he's he's riding for Mario. Even when the family like brings him down every single time they can, Luigi's like, "Bro, you're not bringing me down. You know, I don't listen to them. They, what do they know? It's me and you. We're out here riding." Anyway, there's a flood in the street, and Mario is like, "Yo, it's our chance to be superheroes. We're gonna go out. We're gonna fix this plumbing. We're gonna redeem ourselves because earlier in that movie, they go out, they get the first their first customer after they make that commercial, right?" And um, they destroy that lady's house because the dog is a demon dog. Literally, like, wanted to eat them. And in my, in my my head, I'm like, I wouldn't even be mad at Mario and Luigi if my dog was like this. Like, I would fully, I would fully, like, not blame them because of that dog. But if I was that owner, I would have just been like, come on, dog, let's go downstairs. Let these guys do whatever they got to do. That dog was a bully, by the way. And so they go and try to save the town. Save Brooklyn and Pacific, if you know, you know. And... They're going down to the source. Mario's like, I can fix this. And then guess what? There's a pipe under under the world. And they go through the pipe. And Mario and Luigi are now on their way to the Mushroom Kingdom. So we thought. So we thought that was a goddamn lie. Fucking Luigi gets split off in this rainbow little teleportation thing. And he goes to a not-so-happy trail. Darkness, thunder, lightning type shit. And then Mario splits off and goes 
to a, a sm- all smiles and happy faces kind of trail. And so that's where our story begins. These two are separated. Mario told Luigi, no matter what happens, together they'll get through anything. And this part of the movie, they are separated and not together. And so that's that's the beginning parts of the movie, okay? Uh, the opening scene, we got to see Bowser, played by Jack Black. Okay, and I wanted to give you this context about the Mario stuff beforehand so we can kind of establish Bowser now. Uh, this is how I probably would have done the movie. But um, Bowser is a badass. He goes in, he destroys this castle, this ice castle. Uh, there's a scene where the, the penguins who live in this castle look badass. Like they're going to fight Bowser, they're going to fight back, they're not going to let him take whatever they got. And then Bowser just like shits on them entirely, just whoops their ass wholeheartedly. And they, you know that star that makes you invisible, invincible in the movies, in the games? Yeah, that, that's present. And there's a lot of homage paid um, from the movies and other forms of Mario and Luigi content that we see paid through here. And I want to give Chris Pratt a shout out because uh, there was a lot of controversy about him being the voice of Mario. And I honestly honestly think he did a fantastic job a people were complaining about how he was going to sound too much like chris pratt and in my head i sat there like are we sure this is fucking chris pratt did he get recast at any point and if that's true let me know if he did get recasted but i think he did a fantastic job a not sounding like fucking mario um that we've known beforehand because it's you know there's people like kevin conroy who voiced batman all the time now he's dead you know he won't be able to do that ever again but i think that solves that problem if you give every iteration of mario at least a, a unique voice a different voice you solve the problem of having a voice a certain voice be too iconic for its own uh, britches i guess but now with ai technology hopefully we'll be able to uh replicate iconic voices like that but also we need to talk about uh just the ramifications of that kind of power. So uh, if I, if that was if I had an iconic uh, voice for a certain cartoon or an animated series thing, I would want it in my contract to be if you recreate my AI my voice with AI, uh, I would like my my descendants to benefit from that. So pay it to a to a uh, a fund or some sort of some kind, trust of some kind that is in my name and the name of my descendants, and I will be happy. To have my voice recreated at any time, at any moment, but we're we're straying too far. We're talking about AI voice replications. Um, that could be another mini on its own. But we get to meet Toad with Mario. Uh, Toad is like walking around the Mushroom Kingdom with Mario, showing him the ropes, and we get this fun scene of Mario trying to figure out what fucking uh a tube to take and. It's it's the greatest kid movie in those moments. But when we're developing the story and the characters, I can see how this movie was made for like uh, an adult in mind. It's it had a great blend of like things for children. There was this one kid in the front, like like literally one row ahead of me, and he was having the fucking time of his life. And I feel like whenever he was reacting, I was like reacting. And then my sister was like, "You guys are the same person." <laughs> and I was like. Bro, that's a nine-year-old. That's like that's like a toddler, bro. Why are you comparing us? But it, it's kind of true in the way of just like being excited for something without really having the like the highest expectations. And I say that in regards to the child's point of view, where they're going to go see something because they like it and they they're just excited to be there. Versus when you go to see something as an adult, you already have this prerequisite of like expectations, and if it doesn't meet it, then it's not a good movie in your eyes. But I don't really go into films or TV shows. 
with that in mind. I know it's a it's a hard habit to kill for certain people, but um, I think it was just a very enjoyable experience. And again, I went because my mom wanted to go see it. And whenever my mom shows an interest in something like that, I take it, uh, the time to do that with my sister and my mom because, you know, we're, we've got limited time on this earth. So if your parents or your, your siblings express that they want to go do something, really take the time to try and do that because you will not regret it. And my mom was laughing the whole time in the movie. And I started this thing where I write down every single movie that I watch. Um, I have a like a little sketch pad that I turned into like a journal type shit. And from Moleskin, shout out to Moleskin, love their products. Uh, and I'm going to like figure out a way to just make sure the, the ink from those pages don't bleed i might like tape it just to keep it like from like erasing it or whatever but it's just something that i i started doing with my sister that would rate every movie that we see and she's she's obviously like one of those people that rates it to like real realism i guess so her highest that i've seen was like a nine um but she's usually like in the six to eight range if she likes or dislikes a movie um she's even given some movies threes and fours but me personally, I love everything I see. So when our descendants go and see, like, oh, Fernando rated this movie a nine, and they go watch, I'm like, well, I guess, I guess our our aunt had had better taste when it came to that. And I tell you that story because my I asked my mom because we went to go see this with my mom. I told her, mom, what, what would you rate this movie out of ten? She was like, oh, it was a it was a ten out of ten, baby. Like this shit was awesome. And I implore you, if you don't have any expectations for this movie, and if you don't. If you don't really have any form of opinion on this this specific IP, the Mario Brothers, if you got nieces, nephews, if you got younger siblings, anything like that, go out and watch this movie with them. A, it'll create a positive bonding experience between you two, the three or four or five of you, and you won't forget it. There was a character in this film that we see. It's a star. Uh, not the special star that makes you invincible, but it's just a star in general. And I'm not going to get... You know, through too much of the middle of the movie, I'm just gonna like skip towards the end because I think there's a lot of parts in the middle that you can go and watch without um, me spoiling that for you. But this particular star was like the most fucking suicidal character ever, and you heard me correctly when I say he was the most suicidal character ever because it was like there will only be a release with death. There's no 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 pain only or no, no hope only pain and say a whole bunch of sad cryptic shit because it, um it was a captured species and ultimately bowser is going to sacrifice all of them and just to, to before we move on from the middle of the movie uh, bowser's intentions uh was to uh, marry princess peach and there's there's been like a conspiracy theory going on the reason why every time mario saves princess peach she just gets captured again or when he goes to a different castle she's not there she's in another castle was because maybe Princess Peach and Bowser had a thing going on, and I think the movie developers took that little like that little conspiracy theory or whatever and took it and made it a major plot point. I think that was funny. It was the funniest part of the movie, just that whole underlining theme of like, oh, what are you gonna do if she doesn't want to marry you? And he's like, what? Why would you say that? Of course she's gonna marry me. And he just, and the guy, his right hand man's like, okay, but what if he doesn't? She doesn't. He's like, then we'll destroy Mushroom Kingdom. <laughs> But I thought that was pretty funny to kind of like like play around with that theme that possibly like the bad guy and the main kind of like sweet protagonist can kind of get together and get married. So we skip to the end of the film. Mario has at this point fought all the battles. 
He's trying to. He's just trying to get to Luigi because we know earlier in the film Luigi got split off and sent to the spooky realm. That's what I called it. And Mario's fighting to or a to defend the Mushroom Kingdom with Prin- Princess Peach. And is that her? That's her name, Princess Peach. Oh, by the way, there was a girl in the movie after the movie uh, closed, and she was sitting on one of the things that you can take pictures with, and she was in a Princess Peach um costume and i was like i told my mom i said look princess peach and the the biggest smile this little girl let off and i thought that was pretty cool because i because i knew that obviously that's not princess peach but i feel like i knew i was like yo that's gonna make her day if i'm like oh my god princess peach and so it was a cool moment between that but princess peach girl boss question mark controversy here people think that she was a fake girl boss but she really needed the help of mario along the way but in my head i'm like yeah because mario is the main character this is not a princess peach movie this is a mario movie um, this is a Mario Bros. movie. So, anywho, I didn't think it was that big of a deal, but the people on the internet are, are going crazy about her and her fake girl boss moments. Eventually, Mario goes to stop the wedding because we lose Mario for a little bit with another character. And Peach has to try to solve this Mushroom Kingdom destruction problem. And she finally agrees to marry Bowser against her will. And then Mario comes and saves the day for the wedding. And he finally meets up with Luigi. And um, Luigi's like, what the f-? He's like, what are you wearing? Are you a bear? Because he, he ate the... He got that leaf that makes him fly. And I thought that was the funniest thing ever. These different power-ups. Uh, you know, the blue mushroom uh, makes a return. Where that makes you really tiny. You know, the red mushroom that makes you big. And the flower and all that stuff. The bananas and the Mario Kart stuff. I think that was a pretty good addition to this movie. So we think it's happily ever after. Um, Mar- then Bowser launches a nuke. You know, those big bullet guys. But he launches a massive one. We get to see the bullet guys early in the movie. But he man- he launches a massive one and then mario has to try to like divert its attention before destroying the mushroom kingdom and so he goes and he stabs it in the eye with his tail and i thought that was the funniest thing ever and then the, the bullet fo- uh, follows him and mario's flying trying to figure out how to get away from it and then he sees uh this tube um and so he goes and flies towards the tube and the bullet's following him and then he curves up and the bullet can't get away in time and the, and the bullet goes through that tube and then boom we're flashback to earth the, like, the bullet found that tube that sent Mario from Earth to the Mushroom Kingdom. And now the, these characters are in them, uh, are on Earth. And so the uh, the big bullet blows it up. Everybody gets sucked in through. And I was like, in the theater, I was like, yo, how Mario made this shit worse? I mean, he just, he want, his goal was to stop Mushroom Kingdom from being blown up. Blown up. And then he somehow gets everybody sucked into Earth, into Brooklyn specifically. And I'm like... How is this any better, Mario? <laughs> like, now Brooklyn's being destroyed. And so we get this scene where Mario has a, uh, like, uh, like a, like a coming-of-age moment where he's like, I have to do this because people are relying on me. People need my help, and I need to do this. And so Mario goes out and finally confronts Bowser one-on-one. He starts fighting him. Bowser tries to set him on flames, and then that's what I'm going to stop the story. Hopefully... That has caught your interest and you want to go watch it, but the ending is fantastic. Great ending. Honestly, I would g- I gave this movie a 9 out of 10. 9 out of 10. My mom gave it a 10 out of 10. My sister gave it a 9 out of 10. Honestly, if you're an adult and you want to go watch it, lower your fucking expectations. Don't go in there with like, oh, it's not the voice actor. Oh, it's this. Oh, it's that old Jack Black. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Shut up. Go out and fucking do that. Just go watch it, please. At the end of the day, it was an enjoyable experience. Food was good drinks were drinking everything was amazing so go out check that movie out especially if you have younger siblings or nieces or nephews or younger cousins 
I'm sure they'll appreciate that bonding moment with you. But I'll see you tomorrow for another Idle Talk mini mini. What, what, what? Yeah. Peace.